0: Bit League One in here on the Owls Americas, Sheffield Wednesday Opinion with an American accent. I mean, it's League One every week now, but it's really League One this week. I'm your host, Jeffrey Pedernastro. I have a premier quality beer for this evening, though. It is from the Uinta Brewing Company in Salt Lake City, Utah. Just south of the airport, I believe. I haven't actually been out there. It's a little inconvenient. But. Their stuff is widely available in stores. This is their yard sale winter lager. You can tell I'm no longer in New England. We all know it's a tag sale, not a yard sale. But this is quite a good winter lager. I do find sometimes the winter lager, winter warmer format can get a little baking spicy, overwhelming everything else. This is nice. It's just uh, some dark malt notes to it, a little bit of honey because they put honey in beer pretty much everywhere out here. It is the Beehive State after all. And it is a standard issue 5% ABV. So you can have a couple. We'll see. I, 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 I might even get through one this week. We'll see. Joining me once again for potentially longer than the 20-minute podcast oh my. out in Portland, Oregon, it's Mike Laroon. Mike, what are you drinking?
1: Uh, I'm doing something very different for me this week. This is called Son of Man, and it is a Basque-style cider. hmm not that I normally don't drink cider, but the Basque style is something I was not ready for. It actually has instructions, which is to shake <laughs> yes. it and pour it from three feet, um, which made a mess the first time around, but I'm learning how to pour from three feet. And uh, it's quite good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's only it's at 6% ABV. Um, and I honestly don't know where it is other than Son of Man says they are Oregon and Basque country. Basque so.
0: kind of, is a fairly wide swath of area yeah there's um, a good uh cider bar in downtown i haven't gotten to yet that has some basque cider i don't know if they have them on tap but they definitely have them in they have some french style and some basque style yeah, I, um, models to check out
1: and maybe you don't have to have those on tap you just um
0: pour them from three feet apparently it might yeah, be a little messy you worry about spillage
1: yeah it, it again i made a mess the first time out but i think we're a uh, okay in a, in like a bar it. setting yeah
0: what do if have like a decanter or something for that We will decant our podcast slowly but surely, starting with the Accrington-Stanley recap, the Wednesday news, and we will preview Shrewsbury Town. But we'll start with the Accrington-Stanley game. Uh, I'm just going with results because we've said it all along. It's 46 games. It's a very long season. Eventually, Ipswich and Plymouth were going to drop points, as they did at the weekend, and you got to get the results when that happens. And Wednesday, got the results. It was m- maybe the most League One game of the season, all in all. i go with that. Yep. I mean, actually, in Stanley Away, it's always times to those vibes. As we said last week on the show, it's one of the teams that reminds you you're playing in League One. And this was... Yeah, I mean, there's not even really... I The actual goal was really well worked. I'll say that. You know, a nice... Nice flat cross from Bannon. A great bit of play by Michael Smith to chest it down right into Alex Mighton's pass and a, very path and a very nice finish from there. Uh, you know, Mighton's had a couple of nice games now. I would like to see him uh, a little more in the squad. They've had to do a little bit of a squad rotation with some of the injuries, especially in the midfield in recent weeks. But, and then after that, yeah, it just kind of bobbled and,
1: I, I would. I would argue around. that if if Wednesday played every game against a team outside the top ten like this, um, it would be great. We would it would do wonders for the standings, uh, wonders for results, as you say. It would make for horrible weekly podcasts.
0: <laughs> yes yeah. It's a sacrifice we're willing to make, I guess. Well, yeah, that's I the guess- thing, right? We we've talked about this the last couple of years. They've always had the last two seasons. They've had a squad that should get automatic promotion and i think what it comes down to is there's no pretty way to get automatic promotion in this league in the championship yes you can play like fulham you can play like leicester the year they went up you there are there are ways to to play more like i think this squad would prefer to play and it's set up to play but the reality of it is you gotta go to and Stanley and win one 0 And that was something Rotherham did over and over again last year. And you've got a dozen teams a,
1: yep. a dozen teams
0: half, half your schedule, maybe more, is gonna be games of roughly this quality. Look, there's some there's some games, especially when they're at Hillsborough, they're gonna just put them to the sword in the first half. And we've seen, you know, three 0 no wins, things like that uh this year as well. But one thing they weren't one of the reasons they were in the playoffs last year and not in autos was they were not able to go on the road on these teams and sometimes even get points, let alone get wins. And they've only dropped. I mean, outside of the two draws they had, which we talked about a few weeks ago, every time they've had one of these games come up, they've just put three points in the back. And they've had to, given how Ipswich and Plymouth play. But again, long schedule. We're entering the, the holiday fixture crunch, although it's not as much of a crunch. This year, as in years past, with the World Cup going on, but again, just yeah. c- and get, a, your, a get your get your wins. Get you know they could go into an automatic promotion spot at the weekend and just keep on keeping on.
1: And and a year ago, we called this game hanging on, and it doesn't feel like that anymore. Um, I'm not pacing when there's 20 minutes left and it's a one 0 lead it seems like
0: accurate they're, they're very bad they were they were very bad going yeah. forward
1: it seems like things are under control but um, right yeah. I
0: mean once they were not great they I mean they had opportunities to make it to get that second goal and you know they had long spells of possession that didn't really come to anything it was a little bit whatever at times and just yeah yeah you know you got the David Stockdale having a lie down at the 85th minute after someone's knee brushed against him in the box. And. A
1: little know, bit uh, nerfy. He, he also had a great one on one stop again. He did, them. yeah.
0: They had he a had really a great one on one stop. I mean, they they actually did. I'd said they weren't very good going forward. They created like long range shooting opportunities and basically just shoved it down Stockdale's throat for fairly simple saves. But they were able to create stuff outside the area. They just weren't really able outside of the one. Uh, One on one situation where Stockdale, and even that one, like the first touch was so bad by the action Stanley forward. Like Stockdale was moving back to his goal, hoping the covering defender would get there, saw the touch, and then came out and still easily got to the ball first. It was clean, too. Clean, yeah.
1: Against Whaley, I think his name was. Yeah,
0: Um, outside of that, I didn't offer a ton going forward. Wednesday really was kind of wasteful in possession, not as crisp in the midfield as we've seen. In recent weeks and the long and the short of it is they uh, head home with your points so you said not
1: not as not as crisp and clinical or
0: not as crisp as clinical. i mean not that they've been super crisp and clinical yeah, in recent weeks either but this was particularly bad
1: yeah so. yeah um yeah the only thing i would add is i think that um back to back since i guess three solid games for Mighton in a row alex mighten yeah. uh but looking like this could I, again i apologize his first few games, I called him uh, Kadim Harris 2.0, but I think now he's coming along.
0: Um, it seems to be figuring out how they want it, how to play within yep. that squad, uh, within a more f- free roaming role. Uh, I thought he was pretty good getting back on defense too. I mean, they were playing more of a I don't know if it was a four three three or a four four two. What exactly want to call? It. They kind of shifted here and there in, in attacking situations, but I thought he did a very good job tracking back and adding a little. Uh, adding a little defensive help on the wing as well. Mike, your word is quiet optimism.
1: Nothing different from what we haven't been talking about. It's just a nice transition from where we were a year ago of hanging on to these games. Uh, I'm seeing a little bit of improvement here and there. We're not panicking on set pieces. Uh, Our aerial game looks better all around, um, despite some of the injuries we've had. Uh, we had players playing out of their natural position this time, and uh, even them getting involved on some of the set pieces was uh, fantastic. So I, I, I think again, if if we can quietly win twenty or 30, twenty twenty five of these games that we don't even remember at the end of the
0: year, then, uh... <laughs> this will not be the one you'll see on the side of the YouTube suggested video feeds of. Wednesday against you will always just like you know the 93 like season review or you'll see occasionally the occasional full game like the FA Cup semi final from right. 93 or whatever you will not be seeing Sheffield Wednesday against Accrington Stanley from the 2022 2023 season uh in your suggested videos cuz no one should ever really put that uh, videotape anywhere but a wood chipper so that is The action Stanley game. Take a break. Come back, cover the Wednesday news, and preview another scintillating League One fixture against Shrewsbury Town. Now it's time for some Wednesday news. And we start with the transfer window, although it's not the transfer window yet. But there is some scuttlebutt. Uh, Ryan Galvin has extended his two-month loan at Maidstone for another month. He's featured obviously pretty regularly there. Be interesting to see what happens. That'll put him back uh, in a Wednesday shirt right before the January transfer window. I wonder if there might be long-term interest, or yeah. if he might, you know, I don't, I don't know how it's been going. If he might get back in in some of the the fullback depth roles because. I guess ones they are fairly well set there. I mean, like Jack Hunt hasn't even really featured in the squad, particularly recently, uh, outside of the various cup games here and there.
1: Yeah, no, we got some other folks coming back on injury, so it should um, yeah, it should be interesting to see what his minutes are going to, how much they've uh, helped him. Mm-hmm. And
0: the latest rumor of note, uh, PSV Eindhoven apparently is interested in Paseo Deli Vashiru he is out of contract at the end of the year. And, man, Wednesday sure do have a bit of an issue getting these younger players under long-term deals for when that, teams like PSV, Eindhoven, or Celtic come calling.
1: Well, I mean, first of all, Eindhoven or League One? Eindhoven or right, League One? Right, but I mean,
0: that's, a, that's all. So I think this is a change fairly recent and notable change in the sport like before it was always in the best interest of the club and player to get the the new long-term deal at a nice wage and then sell the and then when you sell the player on you get a better bigger transfer fee and the player already has a nice shiny new contract Wednesday really can't offer as nice a contract as PSVI can. At yeah. it's a yeah, it's a Dutch league, but again not league one, and they regu- they routinely are in European competitions, so they certainly have the the financial wherewithal to just pay him a very nice weekly wage and we've seen these the players that leave on free transfers tend to be able to get more on wage because the teams aren't paying out transfer fees
1: we We should be flattered that area d v c is scouting league one games with Wednesday, I guess we'll start with that. But, um, it is, it, it is pretty impressive and, um, I would have no issue with him going to, uh, taking off. I, I think we need to hang on to him, do our best, hang on to him. But, um,
0: right. I mean, I it's like, we've seen what he's it, capable of this year and, you know, I don't even know if Wednesday, once they get promoted, I think he can easily take this stuff up to the championship, but again, the championship is not there at VZ either. And it's not PSV. Realistically, yep. that's just that's where, where Wednesday are as a club right now. When those, uh you know, I don't, you know, you hope it doesn't work out for him like Urgehede and and Shaw. But maybe they can get him, maybe they get him loaned back during the championship next year or something like that.
1: That would work too.
0: <laughs> it's not a Wednesday news segment without a very long injury update. Liam Palmer is back in training. He missed the last couple of games with an ear infection, which at least is an non-contact injury. It's, it's different. It is different. It can happen. Hey, you know that stuff. Uh, you get a nasty little sinus yeah. ear infection, and you try to like, you know, you, you're trying to run. That's not always the most fun thing in the world if your equilibrium yeah, I isn't quite there. You. Yeah, it's very, very different
1: from what I normally have to read though.
0: So, yes. Yeah. We have what we normally normally have to read our mysterious contact injuries and we have mysterious contact injuries. Uh, Malik Wilkes is back in training after missing the last couple games. Uh, George Byers is not as far as anyone can tell, which look, uh, I I think one of the things, other things we can say about the averaging game is that was a game that needed George Byers in the midfield in a lot of ways. What he, what he offers in terms of breaking up play, long balls, a little bit of a, a attacking now, a nice shot, header in the box, you know, another t- target aim, four on corner kicks. Just a very complete midfielder that they didn't, that uh, they could have used in that kind of muckety-muck League One game. Uh, Akinfemwa was close to a return to the squad after his injury, and Dennis Denneren should be back in training soon after his knee surgery, which is, which is nice to hear. It sounded like he might miss most of the season. Uh, I expect you, you probably won't see him at least until the new year or so, even if he gets back in training in the next couple of weeks, but uh, still good to have another midfield option for yeah, the second is, half. that
1: is a relief. Knee surgery is the scariest thing in the world. Yep. So. Well, that in ACL, but yeah.
0: Hmm. That takes us to Shrewsbury Town. They come to were at the weekend. They are 14th in League ones, we are back on playing the 14th test team in League One. Six wins, five draws, seven losses, 23 points, minus three goal differential. Uh, they've been uh, pretty tough away from home. I should say, play tough, better away from home. Three, three, and three. Uh, nine goals, four nine against, tied for eighth in the away table. I think you can kind of suspect what they how they're set up for those games based on those numbers. Yes. Uh, Their form's not great. They've only taken five points from the last five matches. But last year, they took four points from Wednesday, drawing at Hillsborough and winning, as I recall, a very, very annoying game, one nothing at the New Meadow. They are the Shrews, formed in 1886. As Justin puts in the preview every year and as I love, they have won 67 Shropshire Cups which is the 130-year-old county championship. I don't know. I guess it's Shropshire County, I would assume. I don't know where that is. I don't yeah, know what just, that is. It's a great name, though.
1: This is where the American accent really drops us a little bit because we could probably use some help on this one.
0: They're the only team from the county to play in the football league, which would explain their uh, dominance. Celtic the- and Rangers-like dominance of the, uh, of the league, or of the cup, I should say. They joined the Football League in 1950, generally a third or fourth division team, peaked in the 1980s as a mid-table second division team, and were relegated out of the Football League in the early 2000s. Some fairly notable uh, Wednesday players and coaches played there, Nigel Pearson, Gary Megson, and David Moyes. Not a notable Wednesday player or coach, per se, but a notable coach. And they are... uh, Wednesday are three thirteen and 7 all-time against Shrewsbury Town. I don't know when a lot of those games happened. I would guess maybe they were in the 60s or Wednesday, or early 60s, and Wednesday maybe Did we're not, not at their... To... Uh,
1: at, Did at we their not... Eight... during our playoff runs? Did we not lose to them in the FA Cup?
0: <sighs> I don't remember offhand.
1: Yeah, we are both looking at each other like, what? Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: You were correct. It is the 2015-2016 FA Cup. They lost three-two. Um, of course, they did. The back line was Vincent Sasso, Michael Turner, Joe Bennett, and Liam Palmer. Of course, Liam Palmer, Lewis Price in goal, Magugan, Samato, Matthias, and Moto Sugu in. Oh, Matthias! Thank you. In yeah. midfield, yeah. Lucas Zhao and Gary Hooper up front. Kieran ah. Lee, Ross Wallace, and Eddie Newhue. Off the bench. Uh, Cameron Dawson was the backup goalkeeper. Uh, Sergio Bus, unused substitute, as were Bannon and Pudio. That's incredible. Uh, Magugan scored the two goals once they conceded two after the 87th minute. So, uh, all very yeah. familiar.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. Their manager is Steve Cottrell, who's certainly a Football League manager of note. Likes a 3 5 2, but wasn't really working for them. They switched to a three four three. Started the season with one up front. Now they play two up front. Can make tactical switches mid games. Low possession. Wants to cross from deep with the wing back, especially down the right side. Aggressive without the ball. So this is again every fucking game that Wednesday plays against bottom half of the table of League One teams. So we have that looking for to look forward to once again at the weekend.
1: Is it not? All right. Just because my, I we we watch a lot of, um, I don't even want to go into it. Is it not Shrewsbury? i heard...
0: I mean, maybe. <laughs> we can't get a single English right. person on this if podcast mine, anymore. Hit on so,
1: on hit us up on Twitter. Let us know if it's the Shrows or the Shrews. Um, yeah, my my favorite thing about the Shrews is they have one of the more memorable crests in all of it's good uh, crest, L- yeah. which I I believe it's the. Um, coat of arms of shrewsbury or Shrewsbury. and um i didn't know that about gary mexon that's uh, interesting i always have to go back to don mexon who uh was with the timbers for a little bit but yeah that's i didn't know that about gary and um the other thing about the the shrews is in uh, nerd culture in the movie this is spinal tap um Derek Smalls had dreamed of buying a team like uh, Sir Elton John, and he, and that's there's a scene the, the famous airport security scene in Spinal Tap. He's wearing a Shroud's kit, which is.
0: Are we just going um, with Shroud's? I'll right, we'll go with
1: Shroud's. The he's wearing the shoes
0: kit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, of those 17 goals, a lot of them have come from their back line. Uh, center back Matt Pennington has three goals, and not just headers, and a couple. Former Wednesdayites have pitched in. Uh, Shea Dunkley has a goal, and Jordan Shipley, playing left wing back, has three goals and two assists. So uh, Christian Sadie is their true forward uh, 20-year-old with two goals and two assists this year. So watch out for set pieces, I guess. I mean, look, Wednesday has defended better against set pieces this year. Certainly, uh, their goals against record is at this point... Uh, Best in the league. i am tied joint third. Bolton and Barnsley have only conceded 14. They've only conceded 16 and 18. They're at home. Three points. We'll just say it again three points. This is the part of the schedule where they have to to pick up wins. And, you know, they, they've done a good job turning their fortunes against these type of teams. As you know, they didn't do great against the Shrews of the Shrouds or the Shrees, whatever, um, last year so you want six from six instead of one from six so i don't care i don't care if it's an ugly one now i don't care if it's comfortable for one yeah just get the truth hashtag no excuses so. hashtag no excuses uh we have no excuses for another 20 minute podcast but here it is you've been listening to episode 196 of the Owls of aircast you find us on the internet at owlsamericas.com. they don't play interesting games i don't know what to tell you you own the show at owlsamerica's at gmail.com Find and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Owls Americas. I've almost finished my beer, at least. It's only 5%, so that's probably why. Our podcast intro and bumpers I follow Wednesdays Reverend the Makers. The podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and probably anywhere else you choose to download podcasts. There's no wrong way to listen to the show. Just do what feels right. Wherever you choose to consume the Owls Americas, we ask you to rate and review the show. It helps more Wednesdays find our ramblings. Mike is on Twitter at Cascadia Owl. Mike, will you be getting up for the 4 a.m. Derby County game? I know how that's pronounced.
1: That's like a month away, but um, uh, I got something else going on that day, but maybe.
0: you got something else got at 4 a.m. You got the other plans. <laughs>
1: it's one of those things. The, the, the date just pops. That's actually the day of uh, – that's, that's the first day of World Cup group stage just for the uh, England-U.S. Wales winner, so yeah. Don't
0: know. I don't know. We'll probably see. Going there, yeah. That's gonna be like probably like three AM. I'm on Twitter. Small D screen. It's fine. I'm on Twitter at Jeff And we'll see you back here next week.